Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. You're listening to RNIB Connect Radio with me, Jill Barkley. Now, I'm delighted to be joined all the way from California by our resident fitness expert. It's our very own girl gone blind, Maria Johnson. How are you, Maria? Hey, Jill. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm good. How are things over there in L.A.? Oh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. You know, beautiful. Can't complain. You know, we're we're heading into the fall season, which I always love. But, you know, here in California, you know, the weather never changes. <laughs> it's no, it's, it's beautiful, beautiful all year round, pretty much. Well, listen, as I said, you are a resident fitness expert, but you're also a full time blogger as well. Uh, your blogs are great, Maria, and we've been reading up on them uh, here at RNIB Connect Radio. You are very funny, I have to say. Very, very funny. But also, very kind of emotional in them very honest very opinionated all the kind of things that when I lost my sight Maria I was looking for in another blind woman and unfortunately at the time you know I wasn't au fait with the internet it wasn't really a huge thing there wasn't things such as blogs so when girl gone blind came around honestly it was like you know finding my sister from another mister well that's awesome because you know that's one of the things that I love about writing this blog is that I have been able to send out the message that a lot of other blind women and blind men can relate to and actually appreciate that I'm actually putting it into words. Absolutely. How did the blog actually come about? I mean, were you blogging before you lost your sight or or was this something that completely, uh, you know, was born out of your sight loss? Well, I always wanted to blog before I lost my vision. Um, You know, as you know, I'm into health and fitness and I wanted to do a health and fitness blog, but, you know, life was busy. I don't have time. All the excuses came about. So after I lost my vision, I still had that little something inside that wanted to write. And I thought, if I wrote, it would also be kind of therapeutic for me to get out a lot of the emotions, as you said, and the feelings and what was going on with me, um, just out and down on paper, if you will. And so I decided to give it a go. It was also uh, about three months after I was diagnosed with Labor's Hereditary Optic Neuropathy that I decided to do this. So in January of 2014, I launched Girl Gone Blind. And my first blog is really telling my story, what happened, um, who I was, what happened, how I was diagnosed with this disease, and here I am. You know, I was hoping maybe a few people would read it and thought, oh, maybe this is dumb, maybe this is stupid, all those things that go through your mind. But it was a hit. I had people pouring out from every corner of the world um, telling me how much they loved it. And please keep going in my writing style. And I was funny. And they just, they absolutely loved it. And from then, I was hooked. Well, do you know something, Maria? I think one of the things that I fell in love with your blog for was the fact that you were very honest from the word go. You know, losing your sight. You you hear a lot of people who do uh, go through sight loss or some kind of disability, adversity, whatever the trauma may be. And you hear the positive outcome, but you don't a lot of the time get to know the journey. And the journey is sometimes traumatic, hysterical, funny, uh, awful, sad. So many different 
emotions go through uh, your your life and, and you know they can be different from minute to minute hour to hour so the fact that you were so honest about everything that you were feeling uh, along the way was just you know so appealing to myself and I'm sure a lot of other people well that was one of the things that I truly truly wanted to do was I wanted to tell it as the real deal you know the raw truth I do it I put it out there because people want to know what the real journey is. You know, I have, I think I have given people a taste of the, of the ugly truth of losing your vision, especially at a later age when I have kids and I was busy and I was doing things and all of a sudden this happens. But my blog has definitely grown to be not as dark and, you know, things do turn around as they do through the years, as you know. Well, the other thing that you've given people is a lot of hope and a lot of inspiration and a lot of laughs along the way. And I have to say, this recent vlog that you've done, Maria, is is absolutely brilliant. Something which I know that any of our Blind or Partially Sighted listeners that are listening in today will be able to relate to because we've all been through it in social situations. And uh, this is some of the things that, you know, we are begging, uh, you know, sighted people, people in general, just not to do with us in social situations. Yes, uh, the the latest blog I wrote, which I put out uh, last just last week, it's uh, titled Seven Things You Should Never Assume About Blind People in Social Gatherings or at Social Gatherings. And they're just it really just came off of my own experience um, being out and about. I love, you know, being social. I'm a I'm a big extrovert, you know, shocker, I know. Um, and I love being out with my friends and family. But there are situations that occur that just, you know, just make it a little more difficult for anyone who's blind or partially sighted, not just me. And I thought, you know, I need to put something out there and then maybe throw out a few suggestions of what could help. And, you know, I wanted it to be light and helpful and humorous. And, and that's the big response I've gotten to some big organizations that have shared the blog is that, that I was able to do it in a little more humorous way because I don't want to be pointing my finger at anybody and saying, you guys don't know how to help us and wah, wah, wah. For instance, number one was don't always expect us to know that you're talking to us. Um, cause we don't, and you know, we may be just standing there and we don't answer. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, Oh, are you talking to me? It would be helpful if you actually said our name before you directed the conversation towards us, then we would know you were speaking to us. We wouldn't feel embarrassed. We wouldn't feel a little self-conscious and we could then be in on the conversation. Do you know, I know exactly what you mean. That happened to me when I first lost my sight, uh, being in a, a, you know, one of the first big social gatherings that I was at as a blind person. And it was so new to me. It was so new to my friends but it was also kind of new to other people that didn't know me and didn't realize that I was blind at first and um, you know I remember uh, a, a guy saying across the table to my friend you know your friend is very rude and apparently he had been sitting talking mm. to me over the table it was a dark pub I think he had had a few drinks and mm. I hadn't quite realized that that you know I couldn't see him he maybe thought I couldn't see very well but he, he thought I knew that he was talking to him and that I was ignoring him. And that really embarrassed me. Yes, it is embarrassing. And, you know, I've actually had, I've been with friends and they're like kicking me under the table going, they're talking to you. Or the opposite is that you actually start talking to somebody 
and they're not looking you at all. I know. And you know, I think it, 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 producer Vlad will tell you that I wave at walls because I think I'm waving at people. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's, it is yes. a bit embarrassing. But, do you know, I think, um, you know, one thing that, that really annoys me is people messing about with their mobile phones or if I am at the doctor's. Now, my doctor's not like this. My doctor's fabulous. You know, he gives me his full attention. But I have been to doctors in the past or been in situations where people are, I know they're not listening. I know they're not looking at me when I'm talking to them. They're maybe writing or they're maybe doing something else. And I stop talking. And then they'll say, sorry, continue. And then when they look away again, I'll, I'll stop talking again. And then I'll say to them, no, I'll just wait until you finish what you're doing. Um, I don't want to wow. disturb you. Well, you have, you get, you do get those vibes, you know, you really do get those vibes. And, you know, and sometimes you, I've had people, um, another thing that they do and, and the vibes can be good or bad is they will take me and they will find a place for me to sit. Like you need to go over here, you know, blind girl. And I will be crawling out of my skin. You know, it's like, no, the blind girl doesn't want to sit in the corner. And that's another thing that I talk about in the blog is, we don't want to just sit the whole time. We don't want to just stand in one place the whole time. And especially being in an environment that we're not familiar with, you can't just go walking about because you don't know where anything is. So please ask us, would you like to go inside? Would you like to go outside? Would you like to go dance on the dance floor? Would you like to go up to the bar to get a drink? Help us move about, guide us so that we can mingle like the rest of the people. Well, do you know something? I always tend to make sure that I mingle at a party. And, and you know, I'm kind of lucky that, you know, my husband's great in that we don't need to spend the whole night together at a party. We can rarely see each other. The only thing he will do is come up and check on me now and again and say, oh, such and such is over here. Um, let's go over here and talk to such and such. Or somebody else wants to say hello. So then he'll kind of help me move about and it's like you say it's maybe in a situation where I don't know where I am so I can't move myself so he's very mindful of that I'm very lucky but that takes time to build up that kind of relationship with somebody Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and that's that's what I have to do with this blog is that I'm not only just putting it out there, but I'm also teaching my friends and family as I learn, I teach them. Do you know what, Maria, I'd love to go through your whole blog. We don't have time, unfortunately, but I tell you, I cannot leave it without talking about number seven on your blog. <laughs> and this being a foodie is the most important thing in the world to me. Absolutely. It's don't ever, ever think that we don't want the most beautiful dessert there is to offer. <laughs> don't, don't give us the burnt brownie, the crushed cupcake or the mangled macaroon, and especially the little runty pieces of the lemon bar litter. <laughs> Just because we can't see it doesn't mean we don't want the most beautiful, delicious looking piece of cheesecake. Don't skip on the frosting. If that cupcake doesn't have a lot of frosting on it, then don't even bother giving it to me. In fact, right? with the fact that we're blind, we actually deserve more because we're, we're totally sensory people and we actually need more frosting. So, you know, it's, it's actually uh, a demand. It's not even please don't do that. It's a demand. Absolutely. You know, that is a very good point. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I am a frosting foodie for sure because bottom line is, a cupcake without a lot of frosting, it's just a muffin. Listen, your blog is hilarious. It really is. So true. 
uh, but pointed out in a very humorous way. And obviously, if you want to go on and read Maria's blog, read all seven points because honestly, everyone is true and they are all fantastic. Maria, if anybody wants to take a look at what you're writing at any given time, what is the best way to do so? They can go to girlgoneblind.com and that's my blog site. You can also find me on Facebook at Girl Gone Blind and on Twitter at girl underscore gone underscore blind. Maria Johnson at Girl Gone Blind. Thank you so much for joining us here in RNIB Connect Radio today and we'll speak to you again next week. All right. We'll talk to you next week, Jill. Have a great day. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.